Hello, welcome to Living Life. My name is David, and I'm so excited to share God's Word with you today. So let's get into God's Word together. What is your primary focus these days? Uh, what's your heart motive? Are you motivated by uh, worldly things, or are you motiva- motivated by eternal things? Uh, time and time again in the Scripture, um, God wants to get to our hearts. It's not about the worldly things. It's not about things that are just temporary and fleeting, but God wants to get to our hearts so that, we, uh, so that we're able to see the eternal things, uh, things that we cannot see with our eyes, but things that require faith and things that are eternal and forever. And that's the, uh, uh, the motive of today's text is Jesus, He wants us to focus on the eternal things and He wants us to focus on our relationship with God. And he does it in a very uh, clever way. So let's get into today's text. Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts, and he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. In today's text, a very interesting story takes place. We have four friends, they have a paralyzed friend, and they probably hear of this amazing figure who's, about, uh, who's able to heal all types of sicknesses, who's able to drive away evil spirits, and they want to bring their paralyzed friend to this person, which is Jesus. And they hear that he is in uh, a town, and they want to bring him to, they want to bring their friend to Jesus, but there is absolutely no way because there's so many people who are sick and who have uh, um, close friends or family members who are sick, and they all want to see Jesus as well. So they hear of a report that Jesus is 
uh, preaching and sharing God's word at a house. So what they decide to do instead of you know, carrying their paralyzed friend through this massive crowd, they decide to go to the roof of the house, cut a little hole or I guess tear away, tear away the roof and kind of uh, drop their friend gently down in front of Jesus so that he may receive healing. So this happens, they go to the roof and they lower the mat, the man was laying down on Jesus. And in verse five, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your, son, uh, your sins are forgiven. Now, if you could just kind of picture the scene in your head, let's say that you were uh, you know, a person sitting in a room in that house and you saw this whole thing take place. The roof kind of opens up. We see four people lowering their friend in a mat. He's paralyzed. And instead of Jesus healing this paralyzed man, the first thing that Jesus says is, son, your sins are forgiven. Now, I imagine that this was a tense situation for all parties involved. I'm sure the four friends who brought their friend down were thinking to themselves, what is going on? You know, we brought our friend, uh, we used uh, such a difficult method, and we want our friend who's paralyzed to be able to walk. But the first thing that Jesus says is, your sins are forgiven. So I'm sure the friends were all tense and they were worried. Uh, I imagine the Pharisees who were also at that place wanting to uh, know who this Jesus figure was. I'm sure they were shocked and tense as well because they're probably thinking in their heads, how can a man be able to forgive sins? Isn't God the only person or the only being who's able to forgive sins? So I'm sure the Pharisees and um, uh, the teachers of the law, they were very tense. And I'm sure the owner of the house was tense as well because he saw a hole uh, on his roof. And I'm sure this whole tense situation was just, just um, um, at its peak. And Jesus mentions this word, sons, uh, son, your sins are forgiven and the reason why Jesus does this is he wants us to focus not on the temporary things not on the things of this world but he wants us to focus on the eternal things and by Jesus proclaiming that this man that his sins are forgiving he's saying listen I saw your faith I saw the faith of your friends and I saw your faith as well and I'm going to forgive your sins and I'm going to give you eternal life if you believe in me Jesus knew that they had physical needs, that this paralyzed person wasn't able to walk. He knew that he, he had physical needs, but what Jesus saw was his spiritual needs, which is far more important than his physical needs. So again, I think today's text is a reminder for us, what does our heart crave these days? Is it material possessions? Is it our health? Is it our family and friends? Is it our job? Is it other visible and mature things? And now, I'm not saying all these things are important, or, or that all these things are not important. They're very important. Our job is important. Uh, our, our family and friends are important. Our health is very important. But I want us to prioritize between all the material and physical things, things that are seen with their eyes, versus the unseen, the eternal things, which is our soul and spirit. What is the state of being of our soul and spirit? Are we, in the uh, are we in the Word? Do we prioritize and do we value our relationship with God? Or are we driven by the simple things of this world? After that, Jesus, He reads 
the heart of the Pharisees. And in verse 8, immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? So Jesus is kind of rebuking the Pharisees. Why are you questioning my authority? Why are you saying, you know, how is this man able to forgive sins? And in verse 9, Jesus says, which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven or to say, get up, take your mat and walk. Verse 10, but I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. And verse 12, it says, He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. So the way this tense situation was diffuses, Jesus, he tells them, Your sins are forgiven. Get up, take your mat, and go home. So Jesus uh, he kind of reshifts the focus of everyone in that room. And he tells them, listen, I know physical needs are important. I know that this paralyzed man, he needs to walk. But first, I'm going to save his soul first because that is why I came. All authority in heaven has been given to me and I'm going to forgive his sins. I'm going to save him and then I'm going to tend to his physical needs. Um, I pray that as a reminder today that we may be reminded that uh, our health is important, our job is important, our family and friends are important, but what's even more important than the visible things, than the things that we perceive with our eyes, is the unseen things, and that's the kingdom of God and our spiritual being. So I pray that we may prioritize our relationship with God, and I pray, I pray that we may prioritize the unseen things. So let's go inside with prayer. God is interested in our hearts. Uh, he's not interested in our outer appearance or in the visible physical things, but what God is interested is He's interested in our hearts and our relationship with Him. So I pray that through today's text that we, we, we may be reminded to focus and to shift our attention away from the physical, from the visible and the physical things to the eternal things and our relationship with God. So let's go into time of prayer. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word today. We know that uh, Jesus, he met the spiritual needs of the paralyzed person before he met his physical needs because there is a certain priority that takes place. We know that the visible things, they're temporary and they're fleeting, but our relationship with you, our souls, and the eternity that we're going to spend in heaven, that goes on forever. So may we prioritize that. May we uh, prioritize in our spiritual health before our physical health. And may we uh, prioritize on the kingdom of God rather than our lives here on earth. Uh, we know that it's, it's a hard thing to do, but I pray that through our relationship with you and through the word, may our attention shift from earth to heaven. We thank you, we love you, and in your precious name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world stepping in closer, see Jesus.